Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mess All Podcast. Hi, guys. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So today we have... Fair trade chocolate, and I'm excited. So am I. There's when we were picking these out. There's we got some interesting flavors here, not just dark chocolate or milk chocolate, but interesting flavors inside of the chocolate or infused with the chocolate. So yeah, I'm excited. I'd say they're all dark chocolate, but but yeah, I mean, I didn't really look in too much about fair trade before, but now it. After a little bit of research, it seems like something I might want to look look for more often in chocolate bars. Now, I'm not here to bash some of the big companies, but we'll just talk about what it is. It's chocolate whose price is based on ethical standards so that farmers and laborers can actually earn a living and get a fair price. So there's... To get the label, there's no forced label or child labor. I mean, forced labor. Yeah, that's what I said. Or child labor involved. You said forced label, but... We'll, oh, we'll did I? Okay, <laughs> I thought I did, and then I thought I didn't. And it's also sustainable, sustainable, and I didn't know that had to do with fair trade, but it does. Um, now, uh, some of the worst companies are... Um, companies, sorry. <laughs> Countries are in West Africa, and where about two-thirds of the cocoa comes from, and where... Over 2 million children are used for labor. Unfortunately, there's a downside, of course, which is that to get the fair trade label, there's a cost for farmers to, it's about $5,000, I think. Sometimes becoming sustainable actually costs the farmers more. You can't use pesticides, so might, there might be more waste and like crops failing. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and more work, like weeding and stuff. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the good stuff. So the first... <laughs> well, I think fair trade is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we won't focus on any negative. The first is we have a Gallery O Chocolate, and it's cinnamon flavored. It's a Montreal company that's been around since 1985. And besides being fair trade, it supports... Charlie's Foundation, which connects youth from the Dominican to help improve future career prospects by helping support education with a, um, to help supplement education with English lessons and tennis lessons. Nice. Just the belief that sport helps motivate, challenge, and inspire. So, and it seems there's a couple of these bars that have Dominican chocolate, so there must be better standards in the Dominican oh, okay. than, say, West Africa. So Now, I've never seen cinnamon in chocolate bars before, but when we were looking today, I saw two of them, so... Yeah, we saw a cinnamon chili one, but we had already picked this one up. It, it's an interesting box. It's just this plain brown chocolate bar with a picture picture of cinnamon and like cinnamon bark, I guess. And yeah, so seventy two percent dark chocolate. This sounds crazy. The chocolate is smooth, but the cinnamon is a little bit grainy. Yeah, yeah. But it's the cinnamon, not the chocolate. Yeah, I I, I think it has a really nice cinnamon flavor. And this chocolate is good, too. So it, it, overall, it was nice. Yeah, the cinnamon, it's nice balance. Yeah, I get, you're right. That's the best way to put it. Is this, It has a nice balance. First, I found the chocolate hits you, and then the cinnamon about halfway yeah. starts. You can feel it on your mouth, and then it 
takes yeah. over. And the longer it's in the mouth, the more the cinnamon comes through than the chocolate. Yeah, no, it was a good place to start. Yeah, cinnamon, it was. chocolate. I bet this would make a good like hot chocolate made almost oh, like yes. um oh that Johnny Depp movie. I want to say it's just called Chocolat, and they have the chocolate drink. I feel like there's a better name for that. I thought drink. you were going to go with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, no, that's more milk chocolate, probably. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. But it just reminded me of that because they make that chocolate drink for anyone who's seen the movie. It's like a, I feel like the name of that drink is right there, but it's like melted chocolate, hot chocolate kind of <laughs> drink. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good start. Um, well, yeah. Well, that, those flavors melt in my mouth or meld in my mouth. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This, this episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local non-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kosowski, and we love him here at the Alberta Podcast Network. So it's a great fit. You can learn more at parkpower.ca. So next up is a crystallized ginger in dark chocolate bar from Choco Love. Um, XOXO. X stands for extra fiber and zero for no added sugar. I think I'm a little confused just because there is sugar in it, in the dark chocolate itself, and even in the ginger. So maybe I misunderstood. If it's just another part of their, um, like another product from them, because I don't see any extra added fiber either. So oh, okay. I don't know, but I kind of liked that because it says XOXO on it. They're... Master chocolatier is Patrick Peters, who's from Belgium, who actually once was a technical advisor for Barry Calibo. Kind of has a good name. But what also makes this bar kind of stand out is, again, fair trade and sustainable, but they also are part of the Rainforest Alliance. I don't know if you've ever seen that little logo with the um, the green frog. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Which just means that the chocolate is grown in ways that benefit farm families, wildlife, and the environment. So a little different than fair trade, but it is fair trade as well. It also uses palm oil that doesn't contribute to deforestation and the loss of habitat. I know that getting palm oil really affects orangutans. I saw a whole beach one time live about that when <laughs> when I went with a school, so... I'm pretty excited. I love ginger, crystallized ginger, so let's give it a go. Oh, there's a cute little heart on the actual piece of chocolate, yeah. and there is a love poem on it. I don't know if you noticed, because it's chocolate love. I noticed that there was writing on the inside. Yeah, I didn't read it. It's a poem to the Invisible Girl by Thomas More. It's kind of big, so I won't read the, the whole thing, but I'll read this line. Sweet spirit of mystery, how I should love. So I was really looking forward to this one again. I like crystallized ginger, so as but after eating it, I didn't think there was enough. I, I think I like big chunks of crystal ginger, or crystallized mm. ginger, or candy ginger. I felt that it was in there, and it was just like small, fine, but it just didn't have that like big pow flavor that I really wanted in it. I wanted a bite of the crystallized. Yes, ginger. yes, exactly. It has the flavor. Yeah, it does have a little flavor in there. I will give it that, but I 
I think I just wanted a big chunk of crystallized ginger and not mixed in like the cinnamon was. I think the cinnamon has to be mixed in. I don't want a big chunk of cinnamon bark, but for this one, I was hoping for that. You're right. It does have to flavor. It is in there. It's more almost like crystallized sugar, like grainy kind of sugar like yeah. that, as opposed to a big chunk, which I picture kind of a softer chunk in the, yeah. within the chocolate, but and it's that's not. that's what I was hoping kind of, for. Just like, it's almost like if, if you had told me this had kind of gone stale and crystallized a bit, yeah. it reminds me of that. Like, it doesn't taste stale, but just... Yeah. Yeah, I was picturing bigger pieces and almost feel that fiber, I guess, or like that, those, you know, because it can be a little fibrous. Yeah. I can see that it would be fibrous, and I can see why they would say extra fiber in there, but I don't know if that's no, from something they put in or just from a crystallized ginger. I was reading their FAQs and... It said something about chicory and inulin, but that wasn't in that bar, so maybe I shouldn't have mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're going to put it on the label, then yeah, you should mention it. No, I read it on their website, so maybe I was a little confused. Maybe it's just some of the bars, but yeah. But why would they put that on? On their website. Or they put the XOXOXO on on this brand, like on this chocolate bar itself, so. Yeah, it wasn't too gingery. No. The cinnamon one was pretty nice. Maybe it's not compared, good to compare the two, but yeah, I wanted chunks of the ginger. Yeah, you're right. So did I. But the chocolate itself was nice. Yeah. The nice dark. I, I know you normally go for milk chocolate, but... I don't mind dark chocolate, but, though. It was still nice. It was still good. Yeah, so hopefully I'm... This is the one I'm really... Well, no, I'm looking forward to all of them. But we have... Um, a lemon and cardamom bar from Seed and Bean out yeah. of the UK. It looks pretty cool. I, I like this combination. So Yeah, there was a, was it lime and salt or something? Yeah. It also sounded good. But Well, now that you say it's from England, it makes sense. I I forget the name of the salt, but it had an English name to it with, with the lime. So. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Yeah, so this, this bar, I guess the name of the company came from a concept where they were going to cover seeds and beans and chocolate, but somehow evolved more into chocolate bars. It's kind of known because it has a compostable foil. It's made out of nat- nature flax, which is made from eucalyptus wood pulp. So the whole thing, even the foil, is compostable, which is kind of a big deal. And then it says on it, wild and organic, 58% um, cocoa. So not as dark as the other ones. Lemon. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that lemon right away. Mm-hmm. And then the cardamom soon after. It goes, it almost goes lemon, chocolate, cardamom. Yeah, getting that cardamom at the back, like at the very end. Mm. But that lemon right up front, that was nice. I didn't expect chocolate and lemon to be going well together mm-hmm. like that. But really nice. They all blended it well together. Yeah, that is. It's so lemony. It's good. <sighs> I expected to be disappointed because I was so excited by these flavors. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a bad way to go, I guess, to go in. But it has lemon oil in it, which kind of does taste kind of like mm. lemon oil. It's not sour at all. No, like. no. It has like the sweetness from the chocolate really enhances the lemon for, for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, really nice. I enjoyed that. That was good. I can't wait to compost that entire package. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Seed and Bean. Good job. So next up, we have cheek. Uh, we have Zazu Bean, and the flavor is salted toffee and banana. This company is from Vancouver, BC, and they're known again fair trade, non-GMO, and it. The company wanted to make nutritionally dense chocolate bars. It was the idea came from this big bike ride and the owner that the owner was on. And everyone had talked about how they brought chocolate to sustain themselves, and it kind of 
got based out of there. So this one actually has maca, which is a root grown mainly in Peru, Bolivia, and some of Brazil. There's no real evidence, but it's said to increase libido, help relieve the symptoms of menopause, and may increase energy. So that's what they have added. We've had ginger root. Now it's time for maca root and banana toffee. Salted toffee and banana. Mm, Salted. So definitely got to salt right away. Mm. Like a little chunkiness of the toffee was nice. But banana was really, I felt it was a little bit lost until the end. I'm still waiting. You can hear me crunching. (laughs) Yeah, but that salted toffee is really nice in there. But I think the banana gets really lost. I was really hoping for a more impactful banana flavor. But I was also kind of afraid of getting more of a banana flavor because I pictured (laughs) it like fake banana, like cream in the middle. I'm going to have another piece because I kind of caught some at the end, but it almost tasted like a green banana yeah i could see that how was your second piece again not till the end and it does taste like an unripened banana yeah but uh, i don't know like i said i think it just gets lost it's there very subtly mm-hmm. but i was hoping for something like and i th- said this on previous podcasts when it says something on the package i want that flavor to be there yep i'd rather it say like salted to or salted toffee with <laughs> hints <laughs> of banana <laughs> you know How much cocoa is in that one? I didn't weigh it out, but I'd say about 70% when (laughs) I look at the package where it says 70%. I was a little, that one, sorry, I really wanted to like them. It's called Cheeky and and it looked so fun, but I'd say the chocolate wasn't as smooth. Yeah, that's right. You couldn't really taste the banana. But I think that chocolate wasn't smooth because of the toffee and the salt in there. Yeah. I was kind of afraid that the toffee would be too much and kind of sticking to your teeth, but it wasn't that. It was almost like the Krispies in an Easter bunny. Yeah. You get that kind of, that. it had that texture, which surprised me, but I like, I did like that about it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it was, but it was more sour than I had. Sour is not quite the word, but I think it was like unripened banana. Yeah, you're right. So let's see if we can get... It better from another BC company. We have Rogers Chocolate Ice Wine and Ice Wine Truffle and Dark Chocolate. So this company has been around to, since 1885 when Charles Candy Rogers from Massachusetts moved to Victoria in 1885. He opened a heritage shop which sold fruits, veg, and chocolates from San Francisco's. Some from from San Francisco. From, There's just one from San the multi uh, San Francisco's <laughs> city location. Um, And then he got married to Leah Morrison, and then they began to make their own chocolate. So, yeah, and again, fair trade now. It has this beautiful... They actually had just almost like single-serving pieces that came in these pink and white-checked packages, but the ice wine caught my eye. Oh, oh, it just says Rogers on it. Oh, I didn't expect it to be filled. I didn't read it close enough when i was doing my research again 54 percent cocoa but they all look the same darkness <laughs> maybe that's a silly thing to say it's almost like a caramel caramel inside yeah like that like i i don't know if it's actual ice wine but it had a nice sweetness flavor with that filling mm-hmm. went well together with the chocolate sophisticated almost like a fruity flavor in there yeah and there is ice wine in it okay yeah because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of like sweet wines, whether it's Riesling or especially port for dessert, mm-hmm. um, or not Riesling, Riesling. Riesling, yeah. <laughs> There's. Um, I guess we're both having trouble speaking tonight. It's all the chocolate. There's cognac in it. Yeah, it almost reminds me of a caramel inside, and that, but in, but like a really smooth caramel, really. Yeah, yeah. 
soft caramel. It's nice. Not stick to your teeth. Yeah, very smooth. Very rich, maybe? Uh, yeah, it was a sophisticated bar. I'm going with that. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. So while we contemplate our favorites, let's yeah. hear another ad from our sponsor, one of our sponsors. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by The Explore Podcast, a new fiction anthology podcast brought to you by Jupiter Theater with Media Lab YYC. Each episode takes an imaginative dive into the past and future of your city, transporting you to fictional worlds that mirror our own through music and the power of the voice. The stories will immerse you in rich audio dramas while you explore the world through a new lens. Grab your headphones and set off on an urban adventure into the city through stories of speculative fiction with episodes ranging from film noir and magical realism to urban fantasy and indigenous mythology. Listen to Explore on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theaterjupiter.com slash explore to find out more. All right, Dave. We tried a lot of chocolate. A lot of different yeah. flavors we've never tried before. What I was we- really happy trying a lot of different flavors because yeah. that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Flavors that, uh, yeah, flavors that I didn't expect to go together well, like that lemon cardamom, uh, cardamom was probably up there. The uh, cinnamon one was pretty good. Yeah. And the ice wine was really good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's all we have for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to say. I mean, I'm, I'm not dissing any of them, especially no. like they have a good business model. You're fair trade, ethically sourced, yeah. you know. Yeah. I would buy all of those brands again. Yeah. I would really like to try it. I was really disappointed it wasn't banana e, but I would try that. I would try another kind. I remember seeing a couple when we yeah. narrowed down to the banana. We had never had it, but and I feel the same way. I would definitely try that brand again. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I just think it needed that banana flavor to be like right there, same as the candy ginger. Yeah. I want that right there. I want chunks. Chunks of candy ginger. Again, not chunks of cinnamon. I don't know. That lemon cardamom was refreshing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. It was refreshing. It was nice. Yeah, it's like when you don't really know what you want. You know you want sweet, of course, but if you want lemon or chocolate, go with that. But I think the ice wine was my favorite. Yeah. I think. Um, Not to diss any of the other ones, but I just think it was so... It was so I think smooth. It was, yeah. I pictured that the banana was going to be like that, and but <laughs> like banana... Banana cream? Kind of, yeah. I was thinking almost banana slime, but that wasn't <laughs> the right word, and that's not how you ever want anything to be. No, I'd rather not have banana slime or any kind of slime. And that's cinnamon. I mean, cinnamon and chocolate is classic, and that was That went really underrated. well together. And like even the texture of it was kind of interesting, but nice. Yeah, they all had a nice texture. Yeah, some had crunchy in it, and that's what the type the type is. And we don't yeah. always get crunchy in our in what we get. So with our new segment, and it's quickly becoming one of my favorite segments. And thanks to Kevin who might be yeah. on next week's podcast for bringing this he, up. He um, inspired it. Yeah, definitely inspired this one. Um, what was what were some highlights of? Stuff that you ate this week. I mean, you're sitting right here and you cooked a big <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner while I was at work yesterday. And I feel like I have to say <laughs> rotisserie chicken. But no, I want to say it was the trifle you made with chocolate cake, 
fr- like real whipped cream. I had yeah. tried to just talk you into a can of coconut whipped cream because <laughs> I had a craving, but I'm glad that you didn't because real whipped cream is better. And frozen cherries, which you you thawed out and cooked kind of syrupy. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> couldn't find coconut whipped cream at Safeway when I went there. I actually think that's for the best. Yeah, so do I. I think the coconut would have went well with the cherries, but real, real, real whipped cream was really nice on there because I don't always make it. So yeah, it's been a while since we had real whipped yeah. cream. Um, um, and making my own butter for the first time this week, I thought that was kind of fun. I saw a YouTube video on it. It looked easy. I didn't think it was going to be as easy as it was, but yeah, it was kind of cool to make my own butter. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Now we have a ton of butter in the fridge. We didn't have it with our Thanksgiving dinner because there was too much food. So I did have some on bread this morning on okay, some toast, yeah. and it was really good. I meant to tell you that. Well, right after I made it, probably not even like five minutes after I made it, I we had some Cobb um, sourdough white bread. So mm-hmm. I cut some slices of that, and I had a little bit. I gave some to Russell, and I also gave some to your mother right away, too. So it was interesting just having fresh butter. We always talk about having fresh bread, but never fresh butter right out of the uh, making it. Yeah, right out of the mixer. You were going to say oven, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I'm even trying to think what else I had, but I think that I think the whipped of, cream was, like, that was what my body was craving. I think one of the best things we had, though, was um, Fusion. Was that the name of the restaurant we went to? The No, Lotus. Lotus, yeah, yes. Yeah, goat. Yeah, that goat, uh, what was it? Goat Findaloo? Goat, no, goat Korma. Or goat. was it Madras? No, it was Korma. It was Korma. It was so good. It was so yeah. tender. Um, had this nice sweetness to it. With yeah. you were talking about, probably from the cashews and the nuts in there. Yeah, cashews and almonds. Yeah, almonds. it was really yeah. good. I really enjoyed that. Fresh naan. We were the only people in the restaurant, and it's just a small place. I think there was probably about five tables, maybe. Yeah, it just opened up down the road from us. So in Bowness, for anyone in Calgary, it's the second location. There's one I want to say Cambrian Heights, maybe. Yeah, Charleswood, so. maybe. Charleswood, yeah, maybe that's where. Um, yeah, but it was really good. I was I was taken back and just a small hole in the wall. And sometimes Indian food can be a little greasy, but this was not at all. No, like, and yeah, we had... Uh, saffron rice. Yeah, which was really good. The whole meal was really good, but still going back to that goat, it was really good. Sweet, tender delicious still had the bone on some pieces yeah and we had chicken it wasn't tandoori chicken but it was baked in the tandoor i want to say it's called a tandoor i could be yeah, wrong it was like Please. um israeli skewers no, was, or something not israeli it was um something chicken kebab yeah um not israeli nah, I I forget. Lost. but there was mint on it and a mint chutney yeah it, it, it came out like in this fajita pan which was really cool because I have always wanted to order fajitas at a restaurant, but I never have. <laughs> just because sizzling. they come out sizzling and hot, and this did. So I was really surprised and just really happy with it. I thought it was a really good dish. And, well, the whole meal was really good. So Yeah, I, I could see why I'm not losing weight lately. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. After all that good food, then we have some chocolate to start the this week off right <laughs> yeah, <and then laughs> with some good snacks. And next week, like I said, I hope we're having Kevin back. Because this is something we wanted to do before COVID hit. We had Kevin planned to come on the podcast and we were going to do Pop-Tarts. And I found somebody that was selling Pop-Tarts and they had all kinds of cool kinds from the <laughs> States. We can talk a little bit yeah. more about that on the... Yeah, but just give you a little preview. They're not just your regular 
Pop-Kart flavors. So stick around for that. And yeah. I hope if you're listening, Heaven, you know how much we want you back. Yeah. uh, We're eyeballing those Pop-Tarts every day. (laughs) Our first five-time guests. So (laughs) yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So make sure you tune in next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. See you later.